0: A Word for Today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. We've been in the book of Joshua for many weeks, but this is the last podcast on the book of Joshua. We have followed it through all the way from the beginning to the end. And now we are looking for one final time, At the closing paragraphs of Joshua, verses 29 to 33, which chronicle three burials. I'm going to read those verses to you now. After these things, Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being a hundred and ten years old. And they buried him in his own inheritance at Timnath-Serah, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gash. Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua and had known all the work that the Lord did for Israel. As for the bones of Joshua, which the people of Israel brought up from Egypt, they buried them at Shechem, in the piece of land that Jacob bought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of money. It became an inheritance of the descendants of Joseph. And Eleazar the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him at Gibeah, the town of Phinehas, his son, which had been given him in the hill country of Ephraim. We've seen epitomized in the account of these three burials, the work of uh, God in conquest and in occupation. Uh, And we see that epitomized in the persons of Joshua and Eleazar, whose work is now done, whose bones are now buried. But then we saw in between that the unchronological, the out-of-time insertion of the account of the burial of the bones of Jesus, teaching us that this salvation plan of God, the work of God, the work that the Lord did for Israel, to quote the phrase at the end of verse 31, is something of epic size and significance. It spans eternity. It is actually the reason for creation. The Bible teaches that God determined to display his glory in the salvation of a people. And for that reason, creation was brought about in order that his glory could be displayed in the salvation through the crucifixion of his Son. And that glory then displayed in the salvation of a people by the gospel. A people who will shine out that glory for all eternity in the post-creation eternity of the new creation. That is the singular work of God, to display his glory. And that is the work that we see Joshua presenting. And uh, that salvation plan of God is meant to encourage us. And we've seen in application that there is no future in this world. That's what COVID has brought home to us, hasn't it? Things that we have depended upon cannot necessarily be depended upon. Life is finite, and ultimate blessing and reality cannot be found in this world. But rather, reality and blessing lie in the next world. And what we've seen is the gateway to that reality is in this world, which is the gospel. That's the message of the Bible, and it's the every member making disciple-makers responsibility of Christians to make known the message of Joshua, the fact that God in the Lord Jesus Christ has conquered the world. He has provided a space to be occupied by his people to live for him in faithful discipleship that proves saving faith. Faith isn't an intellectual thing. It's a thing that is lived out with the whole life. And we've seen that God's gospel calls out to all and promises that whoever will turn to the cross in repentance and faith will be cleansed, forgiven, and saved. And the great message of Joshua to receive the word of God and reject at the same time the way of the world. And by the way, how suspicious we should be of these repeated attempts of the Church of England to reconcile the Word of God with the way of the world. They don't seem to be able to give up doing that. We should not be taking part in such frog-boiling exercises. Uh, The great call of Joshua is to choose, to choose one over the other. And the message of the Gospel is choose Jesus and put away the foreign gods. We cannot have the way of the world and Jesus at the same time. We have to choose, and how could we not choose, the one who is the agent of creation, the one whose work is displayed in these verses that we've been considering. We had a wonderful um, vineyard table event quite recently, and uh, with the permission of the person who gave their testimony, I'm going to quote it to you now because it kind of captures the message of the book of Joshua. This individual uh, gave their testimony. We had uh, uh, two or three guests from outside, and they said that they first understood the gospel message through a series of one-to-ones. That was about five years ago, and it said at the end of that time, they were absolutely crystal clear on what the message of the gospel was. They'd been carefully taken through the message of the Bible, and they were convinced by that. But there was a problem. They were too busy, and they were unwilling to surrender the control of their lives. Do you recognize that condition? That is the condition of the world, the inability to make a choice, to try and put the two together. Now the person said that he wanted God, but, in his own words, subject to his own terms and conditions. Work mattered more. God was, as he said, ancillary to that. His trust was in the world. And I want to say how many are trapped in that situation. But how does Joshua deliver us from that situation, saying that God has conquered the world and he offers an occupation of that conquered space fulfilled in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And to know that work of God is what will enable us to prove our salvation, to choose God by serving, And this individual told us how frankly it was the pressure of uh, outside circumstances that led him to pray to God for forgiveness and actually start coming. This was pre-lockdown to our midweek vineyard meetings. And through that, through the fellowship of other men, he described how the spark of that faith became a flame. And now, He knows he is saved, and he is actively serving. And Joshua would, I think, leave us all with this message, the message that that testimony presents. It's not enough to know the gospel, to understand it intellectually. It's all about choosing, about putting away the gods of this world, about receiving the word of God and rejecting the way of the world. It's about choosing God. It's about choosing Jesus. If you're listening to this and you haven't yet done that, in putting away the way of the world, I pray that you would do this. And so encourage others to do the same. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that we've learned through the book of Joshua. Thank you so much for the wonderful gospel message, the message that builds your church on earth, the reason for creation. Please, Father, would you be glorified in the salvation of many people. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.